Hi, I'm Joanna Bonaro, and I created a TV show called Good and Screwed, and out of that came these podcasts. Hi. Hi. So welcome to, to Terrace, Terrace Truth, Truth Talking. Talking. And this is Joanna Bonaro. Julie Hayes. And today is Tuesday. Yes. Which, when we first introduced our podcast series, we said Tuesday was Food Day. And it's Food Day today. Food Day is chocolate because we spoke about the fact that I am a chocolateaholic and, and I'm a guacamoleaholic. Yes. <laughs> Which means sort of like we decided that Joanna was sweet and I was salty and that makes for a good combo. Yes, a very good combo yes. in our friendship. Yes. And what we also brought up in the first podcast or mm -hmm. discovered, quite mm -hmm. honestly, was that Julie gave up chocolate, so we said since that since that completely uh, that completely held me. Com it rocked stunned. her world. It stunned me. You see, I, I, I'm speechless still to this day. It, it, we said we needed to have an entire podcast about the whole idea of chocolate and the obsession and what we love and why we give it up. So yes. that's what today is all about. Yeah, and maybe a little on guacamole. Yes. So let's talk about some of. Our favorite things, like yes. the song. Yes. So I will say to you as a chocolate chocoholic, uh -huh. Julie, that I like to start my morning. <laughs> um, and you know, the, I find that it's very hard to start my morning looking for a coffee that has a good chocolate flavor. And so I have found Starbucks mocha chocolate and luscious So wait, coffee. you actually start your morning with a mocha coffee? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. The problem with this mocha coffee, quite honestly, uh -huh. is that it's not really that chocolatey. Oh, okay. But it it gives me the caffeine uh -huh. bump that I need, right. jolt, so to speak. Right. And it does have um, a whiff of that chocolate flavor that I enjoy. Mm. So I will have that in the morning. Mm -hmm. okay. I mean, when I say I'm a chocoholic. You are a chocoholic. I'm a chocoholic. Okay, good. Now, I have grades of chocoholic because when I'm trying to be really, really thin or very, very healthy, uh -huh. I have light chocoholic tendencies, and then I have pure decadent mm. chocoholic tendencies. There's okay. a spectrum here. Okay. Okay. So what's? tell me about some of the light and tell me about some of the decadent. Well, uh... And there are times where I'm really good and I don't have to have it every single day, just so that I don't seem like a total weirdo. But anyway, um, uh, for the times, like during the summer, when you're usually trying to be a bit thinner right. or, you know, you eat cantaloupe and lettuce a lot. Right. Um, I, I just discovered, uh, and they're really hard to get because they don't stock them a lot in the health food stores, so... I'm going to share this, but now hopefully they won't sell up, sell them out in, in the stores. It's called SC Cheesecakes. It's Say Cheese Cheesecakes. And it's a diet chocolate single serving cheesecake. And it's it's very creamy and delicious and it's a low fat yogurt cheesecake. And, and what's the sugar in it? 
regular sugar or the sugar? Well, I, I just so happen to have the box in front of me, uh -huh. and the sugar is four point four point five grams. But is it sugar or is it fake sugar, like sweet and low, or oh, we're getting complicated here. Because um, I'm not sure. I just look, really looked at the calories, and it's 95 calories. I'm allergic to, like, fake sugar. Let me see. Like stevia or sweet and low or anything like that. I do not see anything in here that says fake sugar. Okay, good. So, it, and it also, what's wonderful about this is... And that's dark chocolate. But yes, uh -huh. for those of us who are concerned about carb intake, mm -hmm. it has usually half the amount of carbs than usually can be found in a low-fat yogurt. Wow, that that's looks so good. So it's actually not bad, and they also have it in you know a regular cheesecake flavor. Uh -huh. But since I love chocolate, right? Uh, so I have that. Yummy. Yeah. So if you ever decide to, and it's gluten-free. Oh, that's good too. Yeah. So. So to wrap with this, it's low carb, reduced fat, gluten free, no preservatives, and I believe it's also kosher. So it's pretty good. Yeah, me. that does. That looks delicious. Yes. So don't buy them all out. You can save some for me now when you go to your own store. And maybe that this company will start sponsoring us. Yes, because that would be wonderful. <laughs> we just gave them a whole free commercial. We gave them a plug. I don't think we expected to do that, but that's what we're doing. <laughs> that's what we're doing. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, so what else happens on your chocolate journey? So <laughs> on my chocolate journey... Uh, when I need a small fix during the day, in between carousing about the city uh, or lunchtime, I am Italian, so of course I gravitate towards anything Italian. I will have my Bacio Perugina chocolate. Yes, now I used to be completely addicted to those. Yes. Yes, and I yes. love them also because they're like the Italian fortune cookie. And and also, this is the what I used to do with them, which is I would only eat half. I that is I am incapable of only eating half of a cookie. I know. You you have just gone up in my estimation. Uh -huh. I have to say that with the willpower is amazing. I know. I actually can eat half. Half of a bocce. I know. Okay. I know I'm making some people out there really annoying and mad. I don't know if I love you or hate you right I now. I know. No, no, I do. I, I love you for that. But I I usually I will eat half of it at a time, at least I don't pop the whole thing in my mouth. <laughs> so that's what I will do when I need a little fix. Um, uh, okay, so now wait. I, I have to say, you can't see us right now, but <laughs> Joanna brought all this chocolate out on our desk, on our little podcast desk. So this just looks great. What is this? Well, the thing is, is that around a year and a half ago, because mm -hmm. again, you know, I, I do try to count calories and mm -hmm. remain mm -hmm. thinner. And, mm -hmm. you know, and so I usually have during the, during the winter months, mm -hmm. if I want chocolate at night before mm -hmm. I go to bed, mm -hmm. I have the Swiss Miss low calorie chocolate, mm -hmm. which yeah. is fake chocolate. I know, but yeah, I need something, mm -hmm. but, uh, I just found out about something that's called Chocolata Calda. 
which is basically hot chocolate in mm-hmm. Italian. Mm-hmm. And this is this is not your Swiss Miss hot chocolate, mm-hmm. let me tell you. This is like hot chocolate pudding. Mm. It is it's delicious. It's creamy. It's so thick and creamy and delectable that you can if you stir it the spoon can sometimes stay up in the cup. Okay, what is the name of this product? Now, the, I swear <laughs> these aren't commercials. But what is the name of no, this? Well, well, the thing is, so that's what you you have to make this at home, though. I guess if you go to Italy, I don't know where you can get you can. You but can, you make it. I make it at home. Okay. So and and on our Instagram page, uh-huh. I I will put. A recipe. Okay, great. Okay, it's a it's very but easy. But basically, it's this. So what I do is I will use um, again product here, but mm-hmm. here it is. I use sweet ground chocolate mm-hmm. from Williams Sonoma, mm-hmm. and it's just a processed cocoa powder. So I will use that, um, or. I will also use, but this is very expensive, so I don't use a lot of it. So wait, she's holding a, a like tin of looks like French. It's French. Oh uh, my god! But you I think guys. You can, I think it's you get it in England. Um, it's called Charbonnel et Walker. Wait, I, I have to do smell you know, this. Do you know French? Oh I my god! It. Chocolate Charbonnel. So good. I it's do also not a chocolate French. drink. Now you're supposed to get really high quality chocolate and melt it for this. Right. But I, I'm anyone who knows me knows I'm not the greatest. Wait, cook. but quick question though. These are all dark chocolates, but they actually don't have the like how much dark chocolate it is on the things that we're talking about here. No, no. Because the French don't care. Right. They're like, I'm just going to eat my dark chocolate. I don't care if it's. One hundred percent or fifty percent. Yeah, they're magical. And they're, they just always I stay know. thin. So exactly. Lucky them. Yeah. Lucky them. Yeah. So 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 I will have the um, chocolate calda uh, at home before bedtime in the winter. But do you have the five o'clock chocolate? My five o'clock chocolate is my bocce. Oh right. Okay. Now she has a little bottle here that looks like a little perfume yes. bottle. Yes. Well, this is and uh, this is also a chocolate. thing. This is a chocolate thing. That I just discovered, and I really actually bought for a friend of mine. I just came back this summer. We we went to Austria. We went to Vienna, magical city, oh. and of course the city of Mozart. And every you can get everything has branded with the with, with the name Mozart on it. And this is a a liqueur. It's a chocolate liqueur. Oh wow! Now I'm not really into liqueurs, uh-huh. but it was chocolate. So. On the pretense of buying it for my girlfriend, uh-huh. I tried some because I made her open it after I gave it to her. And you just use a little Can tablespoon and you put it in, yeah, open it, and you put it in your coffee. Oh my God, you guys, that smells so good. And it, again, it does gives it you have that alcohol little, in it? I believe it must. A little, because it's a liqueur. Right. Uh, and so it's if cold. If you ever go to Austria, guys, I'm sure you can. Vienna? Get this product. I'm sure you can get, get it, it on the internet. Online, so it's no. called Mozart Dark Chocolate. Yes, and it also comes in white chocolate too. So hey, Vienna people. But I have one more thing to we're share. We're giving you an advertisement. Okay, you're not going to believe this. This blew my mind. Maybe everyone knows about this, but I didn't. Okay, Julie, do you know about chocolate body products? 
No. I mean, I know about chocolate facials that people have. I've never had that. Okay. Uh-huh. So we're staying at this hotel. Uh-huh. And, you know, they give you the little uh-huh. sample sizes. Right. And lo and behold, chocolate shampoo, oh conditioner, God. body lotion, shower gel, Oh my God! Is you guys, that not amazing? She's not kidding, and I'm smelling this right, and it's like chocolate flavored smelling it's, shampoo. Smell that! It smells amazing. Oh my God! Now I'm I'm gonna give these to Julie when we're done because she can have this if she's not eating it. I'll take it. Here, these are yours, my darling. There you go. So this is most of my chocolate fascination, along with when I go to restaurants. Uh -huh. So you always get a dessert? No, no. But if okay. it's a special occasion, mm -hmm. like for my birthdays or an anniversary right. or what right. have you. And do you want to hear the sad things? My husband cannot eat chocolate. Uh, so I can't share this. Mm. So I guess some people would say, well, then it's all better for me. Yeah. It's more fun if you share. Oh, it's way more fun if you share. But, you know, for his medications, he can't have chocolate. Right, but, right. So, chocolate uh, volcano cake. Oh. I mean, I, I... So, wait, that's chocolate cake with chocolate ice cream and chocolate sauce? No, it's, no, it's, it's chocolate cake. Uh-huh. Like a really, like almost like a devil's food cake, uh -huh. I think. And when you, when you cut open the center it's like a molten hot lava of right streaming thick chocolate yes. coming out yes i ignore the ice cream and all the actually the only one thing i really don't crazy about is chocolate ice cream i like vanilla ice cream but chocolate molten lava cake to die for but only when i go out for a special occasion and that is my chocolate on the brain history <laughs> okay this girl really likes her chocolate. Yes, yes. But I, God, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in awe and jealous. I might have to go back to chocolate. But the, yeah, I, I was, I'm, my, in my head, my internal dialogue as we've been talking, I've been saying, well, here she gave up chocolate, and now I'm talking about it, and I feel like I might be enticing her back, and that's not a good thing. I feel kind of guilty. But do at the same time, guilty. what I want to... Now, do you understand why I was so agog when I first heard yes. that you gave it up? Yes. I, I, the only time I ever gave it up was for Lent. And I was only able... I tried to do that during the course of my entire life. And I never successfully gave up chocolate for Lent, except once a few years ago. So how in the world did you do this? So, okay, I, 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 I want to say that I was very addicted to chocolate, but... I didn't start my mornings with a mocha, I do have to say, but I did have to have chocolate in the afternoon at some point. And I tried to do the dark chocolate, but as my addiction got worse, I would, you know how chocolate's in level, so 90% is the darkest, but it doesn't taste that good, and then it goes down to 70%. So finally I was down to 55%, and my go-to was the... Um, Black and green dark chocolate. Mm, yes. With raisins and nuts. Yummy. And it was 55% dark chocolate. Um, my justification for really getting into my chocolate addiction was that chocolate actually is good for your heart. 
we've been told. That is that true. That dark chocolate is very good for heart health. Along with red wine, which, As, which right. you can pair, which I have been known to do. Yes, yes. yes. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't drink either. I know, Joanna's looking at me like, what the well, fuck? I don't really drink either. I just have a glass of red and wine now and then. I used to drink when I was, I mean, I never was like a huge drinker, but I drank a little more when I was younger. But I don't know, like 15 years ago, I just quit drinking. So I don't, that's a, that's that's another podcast that we'll get into. Um, but as we tour the wine country. Yeah, <laughs> I wish, oh, that would be fun. Um but so I just decided like about a year ago that I was eating way too much sugar and <coughs> sorry, um, I had to turn away from the mic because for some reason, even talking about this made me cough. I was eating way too much sugar because what I was doing is every, every time I would eat dinner or I would eat like a salad or try to be good, I, would ha I had to have sweet afterwards. And it just really felt like such an addiction. So the sweet would be like carrot cake or maybe it would be um, some sort of chocolate cupcake or chocolate ice cream. But like I had to have it. Um, so I said, I'm just going to see what happens. And then a friend of mine had said that, it, that, that sh sugar is bad for your skin. And she said, just try it. Just try not doing it for two weeks and see what your skin looks like. And so... I gave up my chocolate habit, meaning I gave up sugar. However, I do... So you gave up your black and green chocolate every yes, day. Yes, and I also gave up sugar. However, I do eat a little sugar. It seeps into my diet. I'm not that, like, controlling of it. So once in a while, I'll have a little sugar, but I don't have desserts anymore. Okay. Um, but, but that's very admirable, I have to say. Well, and that's, it's, it's healthy... And it shows a great, great sense of what needs to be done to maintain healthy skin and overall and, health. And if anyone wants to do it, and if you think you can do it, I'm telling you, two weeks into it, by the third week, I was like, wow, I look like I've had like an amazing facial. Because sugar actually causes the lines on our face. It's the inflammation. So by just giving it up it was just like my complexion just soared now it's been like a year and a half since I did it so I don't really see it that much anymore but you have beautiful skin and I felt like I was getting bags and I felt like the bags were going away I mean it really didn't make a big difference and then it made a difference I'd have to say overall how I felt in the day because I wasn't having the highs and lows mm. um though I do have speaking of sugar though I do only drink iced coffee I rarely drink hot coffee mm -hmm. And um, this is from the first podcast, so I'll explain. When I drink coffee, I drink coffee like coffee-flavored milk. <laughs> okay. So it's like, like if you saw my iced coffee, it's very light. And milk actually has sugar in it. So I am getting sugar there. And I, I, I do, you know, a lot of times want a nice coffee at like four or five. So it again, that's the addiction, you know, there. So I have, I can't say that I've totally given up all sugar. Um, I don't miss the chocolate so much because it's like anything. If you don't do it, you start to forget about it. Um, when it's a birthday or an anniversary or something special, there is always that thing of like, so are we going to do the special cake? The, but then when you just don't do it, you just go, oh, okay, we didn't do it. And then you don't miss it. I think I understand that because 
I grew up in an Italian household mm -hmm. and, and bread and pasta was, mm -hmm. was an everyday occurrence. Mm -hmm. And as I got older and realized how starchy and, and how there was a preponderance of starch and carbohydrates mm -hmm. in my diet, I started to change my diet. Mm -hmm. And at first, the idea of giving that up and just incorporating uh, a, a much larger amount of salads and greens and mm -hmm. protein, not that we didn't have that, but mm -hmm. it was more pasta and bread, mm -hmm. uh, I found it incredibly difficult. And as you said, it's more of an addiction mm -hmm. than anything else. Mm -hmm. And from having that be uh, composed basically 90% of my diet, it now is down to, sometimes it's been only like 3% of my diet, and I would say now it's basically like 10% of my diet. And if you had told me that when I was in my 20s, I would have said, no way, I couldn't have done it. Yeah, I mean, when I was in my 20s, I used to eat, like, chips and, like, chocolate. That's all I ate. <laughs> you know? And you can. Yeah, you right. can. I mean, I would, you know, and, th I mean, that was it. It was, like, you know, just bullshit. But now if, if, you, if you ate that way or if I constantly ate pasta every day the way I used to and bread and bagels in the morning or, or muffins, you your butt, you you feel bloated. You don't feel well. I feel the difference now that I've experienced. Yeah, it. I feel better, having nothing to do with weight at all. Mm -hmm. But my body feels mm -hmm. better. I feel more energy. I have more clarity in the way I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. You're right. Your skin feels better, regardless mm -hmm. of my chocoholic. But it's I, it's not as if I, I I don't feel I have a sugar addiction because it's not. Uh, you know, but but anyway, I'm, I'm I'm simply saying I understand what you're saying is is when you're eating very very healthy, you, your body does recognize that. And 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 a full you know disclosure, I do eat bread. Like I actually, I eat bread at night. Like even if I eat a salad, I'll have some bread. I'll have a sandwich. So I'm not one of those people that has gone like gluten free or carbohydrate free. Right. Um, and maybe it's just like a natural thing. Like maybe it is goes back to the sweet and salty things. Like I'd rather have, um, you know, something. You'd rather have guacamole. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would. It's, and, and the other day we were talking about this and Joanna asked me, she was like, well, you know, do you have your favorite guacamole recipe? And I was like, I've never made guacamole in my life. Um, and then she was like, well, where do you get it? And I was like, well, right now I'm getting it at Fairway, which is the grocery store that I go to every day on the Upper West Side. Um, but I do have a tip about guacamole. Okay. So I'm going to give this to you give guys. Give us the tip. So guacamole usually comes in plastic containers and you open it up. And if you don't eat it that night or that day, it gets brown, yes. even when you put it back in the refrigerator. Yes. So you just end up throwing it away Yes, because it looks all yucky. But if you take the guacamole and you put a piece of plastic wrap over the guacamole so the plastic wrap touches the guacamole, so it's very airtight, and then you put the top back on, mm. and then you put it in your refrigerator, it stays fresh for a whole week. That's a wonderful secret. Yeah, it is. 
You see, I, I did not know that. Yeah. And so I never buy store-bought guacamole. I only have guacamole if I go to a Mexican restaurant. Right. Because of that very reason. And guacamole is good, you guys, because I'm gonna it's like bananas. It has tons of potassium, so it's True. really good for you. And it's a better like condiment than say like mayonnaise. So if you're having a burger or a turkey burger or you can put guacamole on it as opposed to putting, you know, the heavy duty mayonnaise or the sugary ketchup. And it's very good. Wonderful. But I don't think you can dip French fries in guacamole. No. But uh, question, do you dip your French fries in mayonnaise or ketchup? Ketchup. Oh, I do mayonnaise. Do you? Yeah. The French way. You the French way. Yeah. I think we need to do a DNA test on you. I think <laughs> you have some French heritage in you, definitely. <laughs> uh, I might. So um, on that note, I think we're we're kind of ending up for today. But we actually have our book. We have our book recommendation, and the book recommendation. The book recommendation is "Into the Jungle" by Erica Ferencik, and it's about a young woman who falls in love with a young man who is from. A Bolivian jungle. Oh, that sounds and she so good. And she decides to follow him back and to live in the jungle because he has to go to help his family. And it, it it's about her experiences. It's fiction, but it's about her experiences and how she has to go to conquer her own fears as she tries to conquer the jungle. Where did you find this book? I believe a, my girlfriend who gives me all of my book recommendations. Told recommend, you about this? Told me about this book. So she, Are you in a book club? No. No, oh. I'm just a voracious reader. Because when I, I mean, that's why I'm, I wanted, well, Joanna, we wanted to add, both of us, we wanted to add this book recommendation part to the podcast because I never know what books to read. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I'll my go to like the New York Times bestseller yes. list yeah. or whatever. But well, what I also do is I will go to Barnes and Noble. Mm -hmm. Besides libraries all over the world, Barnes and Nobles and bookstores all over the world, that's where you can find me. Oh. And what I do is now in the modern age, I won't always buy the books, but I will to remember mm -hmm. what I want to read. I take pictures right. of the covers. I do that, and then uh, I, when I'm ready for my next book. I look it up, and then I download it. Okay, great. So, Into the City by... No, Into the Jungle. Oh, Into the Jungle. By Erica Ferencik. Into the Jungle. Into the Jungle. Okay, great. So, thank you. Thank you. And remember, remember kindness, kindness counts. counts. Is this a real